Are you tired of spending countless hours in the kitchen every week trying to figure out what to make and constantly overspending on takeout? My guide, Well Prepped, is here to revolutionize your mealtime routine by offering you the perfect solution. Prep once, cook twice, and enjoy delicious, macro-friendly meals all week long. The food struggle is real. You want to eat well-balanced meals that taste good. You want to make most of your meals at home, but don't want to be a slave to your kitchen. You know you should be eating more protein, but don't know how in the world to get it in. You're overwhelmed with just choosing a recipe you have saved, so you end up getting takeout again. Insert well-prepped, a guide I created to take the guesswork out of efficiently making delicious, macro-friendly meals. This guide provides you with eight weeks of recipes. Each week, you'll prep once for 30 minutes, cook twice, and then enjoy eating all week. That's right. The two recipes will make you a total of six meals. I even made Instacart links for all the weekly groceries you'll need so you don't even need to think about grocery shopping. I'm all about saving time, money, and mental energy when it comes to feeding my family healthy meals, and now I get to share that with you. Grab your copy of Well Prepped at aishazaza.com. And from my kitchen to yours, cheers to eating well and being well prepped. Welcome to the Mindset Mile podcast. I'm your host, Aisha Zaza. For the next 30 days, we're going to learn to build better habits in health, fitness, relationships, business, and overall well-being by making small mindset shifts that make a big difference. Contrary to how it may seem, the path to any success is achieved by taking small, consistent action over time. Someday is not a day of the week, so the time to level up is now, because you were made for greatness. It'll be a marathon, not a sprint, and together we'll take it one step, one mile, one day at a time. Welcome to the Mindset Mile. You ready? Hello, my friends. Today, I want to talk to you about falling in love with the process. As a society, we are obsessed with outcomes, so much so that our patience for any sort of process has become almost non-existent. Don't get me wrong. I believe there's a lot of power behind being goal-driven, but what if you can approach a goal by being fixed on the outcome while being flexible with the timeline? That is so often where we get stuck. We want to get to a certain goal by a certain time, but yet feel frustrated that it isn't working on said timeline. Essentially, this pattern robs us of the chance to feel like we can trust ourselves to follow through with promises and commitments we make to ourselves. This vicious cycle will continue to dictate our thoughts, which dictate our habits, which dictate our outcomes. And please hear me, I've been there. I've gotten impatient with the process so many times in my life. I've wanted to be a certain weight or size. I wanted my business to do a certain amount of volume by a certain month. I wanted to learn things faster because the learning curve felt frustrating and like I'd never be good at whatever it was. And then as soon as I didn't feel like I was on track for my desired outcome, I would start to feel discouraged and lose my faith in the process, which in turn, I started to become lenient or I'd begin to do less of the work, which only guaranteed the outcome of not getting to my goal. Have you ever been there? I want to give you a recent real life example. For years, I wanted to run consistently and never stuck with it because I didn't feel good at it. It was uncomfortable and I just wouldn't enjoy it. I would go on a couple runs, feel like I wasn't making any progress, and then stop. Even having a long-standing history and love for fitness, I just couldn't find the love for running. 
But a couple years ago, I was ready for a major reset in my life. Physically, mentally, and spiritually, I found myself compelled once again to seek out running for that clarity. I loved the idea of it, and I was attracted to the way people said it made them feel. But this time, I discarded any expectation or pressure of what it would feel like, and I made a promise to myself that I would go out and run two miles, three to four times a week, no matter what. No more trying to impress myself by thinking I could run six miles off the couch, and then I would just throw in the towel after mile two when my mind and body would want to stop. That unrealistic expectation had never served me before. So I decided to scale it back, but I held myself accountable to get out a few times a week, no matter what. So I did this. And for the first few times, I would feel like I normally felt about running, like it sucked and that it was uncomfortable and that I'd never get conditioned to it. But a couple weeks in, and I started to really enjoy and crave getting out in the evenings to run by the beach. Sure enough, I started to become comfortable with my two mile runs. So I'd push it a bit and do three. Then I was invited to join a few girls from my gym to run with them once a week. They met at 6 a.m. and would run between five and six miles. I was intimidated as heck, but I was eager to be around people that would push me to do more simply just by doing what was usual for them. It wasn't easy to keep up with them at first, and I also didn't love running at that hour. But every time I got home, I'd feel amazing and ready to conquer my day. I'd do that once a week and still stick to my shorter runs a couple other days a week. I began to notice how impactful running was for my mind. I loved getting into a flow state. I began to think creatively and envision so much of what I wanted to do in my life. From places I wanted to travel, business, personal goals. When I ran, I felt like everything just started to make sense. Like I could conceptualize my ideas and perspective and how I wanted to share them with people. I started to fall so much in love with running that eventually I'd go out on the weekend for a 10 mile run just for the fun of it and the time would fly. Never in my life had running a marathon been on my bucket list, but shortly after completing in my second half marathon, I'd become so curious of what it would look like for me to run a full marathon. Could I do it? It felt impossible, but I was ready to put my trust in the process on a much bigger scale, one that felt larger than life at the time. I wondered, what if I stopped believing that this was an impossible feat that I could accomplish and just show up every day to do the work? What would happen if I just followed through? To make a long story short, once the idea was planted in my mind, I couldn't unthink it. And not only that, I felt like I couldn't wait to do it. I got online, looked at what races were about 16 weeks out so I could get through a training cycle. And not more than a few minutes later, I was registered for the LA Marathon. I remember feeling like my stomach sank a little right after my confirmation email arrived. What the hell did I just do? But that feeling alone was confirmation that I was doing exactly what I needed to be doing. For 13 weeks, I ran every single time I was scheduled to run. I'd come home after I was done running and cross off that day on my running calendar. The race always felt like it was far away and I had so much work to do, but it felt good to just get another run under my belt. The schedule I followed got up to a 20 mile long run, after which I couldn't imagine running that plus another 6.2 miles but I was blown away that I had even worked my way up to 20. It always feels impossible until you do it, right? On race day, I ran all 26.2 miles of it. And I have to say, it's been one of my most treasured experiences to date. Not even so much for the fact that I ran a marathon, but how I was transformed through that process. 
When I looked at running from the outside, I thought all there was to become was a better runner. I would have never imagined that through becoming a runner, I'd also become a better friend, a better mentor, and a better partner. I felt good about myself. And when we feel proud of what we do, we expand our capacity to be more for others. So often the end result, and in this case, a full marathon, can feel so far away that instead of chipping away to get there, we retreat to doing nothing about it instead. This is why it's so important not to be hyper-focused on the outcome. Be hyper-focused on the process and you will find yourself at the end result. There have been many times in my life where I wanted to speed up the process, but through this one and so many others, I'm able to look back and understand how imperative it is to learn to become obsessed with the process. I understand it's not easy when the culture around us is giving us plenty of reasons to buy into or believe that there's a shortcut or some kind of magic pill, but I believe this sense of immediacy is ruining any grit and stamina we have towards building anything meaningful and lasting. Here's one shortcut I know for certain that works. The shortcut is doing the work. And I'm not here to make it sound like it's sunshine and rainbows. It sucks sometimes. It's mundane and it can feel stagnant, but we never feel growth while we're going through it. It's only something we can measure in hindsight. But behind every mountaintop moment is a consistency-packed, grit-ridden, unsexy process. And here's the really good news about this. If you find yourself frustrated with where you're at, and wonder what the secret sauce is to any success, you're fully capable of doing the work and sticking with it. Consider the mystery dispelled with this quick summary. It's going to suck at times. Expect fear and doubt to come up along the way, but that doesn't mean to stop. Consistency feels like, and is, showing up every day, no matter what. And it won't always be easy, but it will be so worth it. You and your future self will thank you for it. If you're loving this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, subscribed, and shared it with a friend. Be sure to tag me on your walks or runs at Zaza and hashtag Mindset Mile. That's all we have for today, my friends. Remember, the big things don't happen overnight. It's the small things done consistently that make the big things possible. You are capable and you are worthy. Make it a great day.